you're talking in a different accent. <laughs> you have a different voice now. So clearly you're a different person. That's all that's required. <laughs> Speaking in an accent should not be the bar to get away with murder. Welcome back to the Shake Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Van Shake, and we are in the consolidated studio today. We are not in the big one because we're still kind of working through that. Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about the Letitia Stoke trial, the stepmom murder trial, who is claiming that she has DID, dissociative identity disorder, and that's what caused her to kill her stepson, Gannon, who was 11 years old, murdered him quite brutally, stab wounds, gunshot. Yeah, she really didn't hold back, apparently, and uh, it's quite sad. She's claiming now, of course, that uh, she has DID, and that's what caused her to uh, do this to her 11-year-old stepson, Gannon, and... um. You know, a big piece of this trial, and this is what really got me interested in the trial, is that it has to do with um, legal insanity and whether or not she was legally insane during the time of the murder and therefore she should not be held accountable for her actions of doing such crime. So that's what we're going to talk about and whether or not Letitia, this lady, is uh, actually has DID or not. I made a short video last week on this, whether or not, you know, Letitia has DID and all that kind of thing. And, um, and here's the thing with short videos. Um, I'm limited to basically one minute, you know, because I wanted to go on YouTube as well as everywhere else. So I need to go to the lowest common denominator, which is YouTube's 60 second rule that you can't post a short video, anything more than 60 seconds kind of a problem when you have a lot to say and you want to really expand on it. Um, but yeah, we can't do that on the short videos, but the good news is that we can do that here and we can talk a little bit more about it and explain a little bit more of why it appears Letitia Stoke does not have DID and she's just trying to get out of this murder. First, I am not a personality disorder expert. I do have some general understanding of those disorders and things like that. But I do have a better understanding of the forensic aspect, the forensic psychology aspect, because I am finishing my third master's degree. This one is in forensic psychology. Almost done. Actually just finished my last course in the program and going to be taking the capstone later this year. So really close to being done with that. But as you can imagine with forensic psychology, there's quite a bit of overlap with personality disorders because a big piece of forensic psychology is determining whether someone can stand trial or if they were mentally sane during the time of the crime. In this case, there seems to be a whole bunch of indicators that Letitia Stoke is lying and is feigning the disorder. There's really nothing that really points to her having this. And you know, the court appointed an actual psychologist to evaluate her initially, right? They appointed a psychologist, non, non-biased, not partial, okay? And they evaluated her and found that she does not have DID. It was only until the defense hired Dr. Lewis, that's when Ms. Stokes' supposed symptoms started to come out. Only then, keep that in mind, if she had DID, wouldn't all of her friends know? Wouldn't her siblings, her mom, her dad, her family know that she has DID? 
wouldn't they know these different personalities? Like, oh, yes, yeah, all the time. We see this all. Wouldn't there be medical records of such disorder? This has been going on supposedly for 20 plus years for her. And there's no record of this? Zero? Nothing? And that's something big that we're trained on in forensic psychology, is that the suspect can't just do the murder and then retroactively say, oh, well, I have this personality disorder. I have this disorder. Excuse me, please. I'm done. I didn't do this. You know, jury, find me innocent. I didn't mean to do it because I was mentally insane at the time of the crime. It doesn't work like that. I mean, you could try, but it's usually quite unsuccessful. And the times that it has been successful, I think that's important to note. A big case that we learn about in forensic psychology is Andrea Yates. That's the quintessential one where she actually was found not guilty by reason of insanity. And you may be asking, what did Andrea do to get that decision by the jury? If I recall, she went off her medication and then she committed such crimes because she experienced psychosis. Okay. But there is a long documented history of her having a mental disorder. It is long documented. And she was seeing a psychiatrist. She was seeing, you know, mental health professionals. This was known. So it was quite obvious that, oh, okay, she had the mental disorder. Something happened with her medications and she was taking less of it or not taking it. And then that caused her to commit the crimes. But with Letitia, there's none of that. There's no documented history at all whatsoever. Not even a witness that can actually testify and prove that, oh, yeah, 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 I, I know that she has this disorder and she goes between personalities all the time, all the time, all the time. No one, no one is coming forward to substantiate her claim that she has DID. You would think that there would be ex-boyfriends, husbands, ex-husbands, um, children, okay? Family, mom, dad, grandma, aunt, uncle, cousins, anybody that's going to come forward and be like, yeah, I saw it. She has this disorder because she goes between these personalities. I've met this personality, Maria, that supposedly was the personality that uh, killed, sadly killed Gannon. The only person that is claiming that They've actually met this alternate personality. Maria is the defense's forensic psychiatrist. That's the only person that we're seeing. The only person ever that has ever met this so-called Maria character. I'm not going to go down the list. I originally just made a whole list of things and it's just, it's just too much. <laughs> it's just too much. Um, I'm just going to hit the high points because I don't want this podcast to go five hours. Here's another thing about Letitia. Did you notice any remorse whatsoever at all during any interview? Any interview whatsoever. Did you notice any remorse that she showed when she was being interviewed? Any interview. Any time whatsoever. Did you notice any remorse? Anything like, oh my gosh, I, I'm, I'm so sorry this happened. I'm so sorry that, oh my gosh, my alternate personality. I'm so sorry. You know, I have to live with this the rest of my life and just crying you would be, right? You'd be crying. I can't believe I killed a boy. I killed the kid. It's my steps. I kill it. Wouldn't you be traumatized that 
that actually happened? That you actually did that with your your hands? Wouldn't that be remorse and trauma that you would be experiencing and feeling that like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I can't believe this happened. I, I'm sorry my personality did that. I, there seems to be no remorse whatsoever. Even if you have DID, it doesn't matter. You would still feel the remorse. It appears to me at least that Letitia feels justified for doing what she did. There's no remorse. It's not even regret. Let's put it that way. I don't notice any regret from her. Do you? And don't get enamored because the defense counsel found a medical doctor, Dr. Lewis, uh, to say that Letitia has DID. Because here's the thing, okay? How many psychiatrists or psychologists are out there in the United States? Even if it's only 1% of psychiatrists that actually believe she has DID, that's all the defense counsel needs to find that one psychiatrist or psychologist are in the entire country that will agree with their point of view. It's all they need. They just need one. And they found her. <laughs> Dr. Lewis, who I don't even know if she really even knows completely what's going on. Um, you know, I mean, she's quite older and she seems quite impressionable, we'll call it. Uh, maybe gullible that... You know, maybe she just wants to see that Letitia has DID. There's even one part in Dr. Lewis's interview of Letitia where Letitia seems to have had to uh, hide her face because she was apparently smiling and laughing about possibly what she's saying and how funny it is because it's clearly not true that she has DID. My home, I'm going to protect it. Do you understand that? And here's what's really interesting about Letitia's Maria personality that, again, no one ever met Maria except this one forensic psychiatrist. That's it. No one else has ever met her. But what's really interesting is that Maria is supposedly this Russian assassin. <laughs> She's a Russian assassin, supposedly, and she talks in this accent, which I don't think is actually Russian. It sounds more Irish or something. I don't know. I don't know my accents very well. Um, but yeah, it doesn't sound completely Russian, but supposedly she's a Russian assassin, and that's the personality that killed little Gannon. But here's the problem. That Maria personality is also the supposed protector personality. If someone is trying to hurt people, I'm going to make sure they're okay. Because that is what I do each and every time. I'm going to always make sure that people are going to be okay. So I don't look. Could you just let me understand why I'm always being asked what is going on in here? Because this is my job to do things for people and to protect them. Because yes. it's what I have to do. That is, people have the protection. I'm going to always do that because if people are molesting kids and people are hurting kids, this is what I do for them. And if people are hurting elderly people and people are always doing this to people, this is what I'm going to do. So why would the protector personality kill a child in such a brutal way, no less? It makes absolutely no sense for anything Maria would be protecting Gannon. Who would be the protector? 
Oh, my protector is Maria. She wouldn't be hurting him. <laughs> so what's going on? It makes absolutely no sense. Here's the thing. If this Maria character is not a protector, like Letitia said, but is actually a bad character, a bad personality that goes and kills people, okay? Where are the other victims? Come on. She's been supposedly dealing with this for over 20 years. <laughs> Where are the other victims? So her own stepson was the first person that this Maria character killed? The first one? The only one? Come on. Come on. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. And in my opinion, I think Dr. Lewis just wanted to believe it and probably also wanted to believe it because she was getting paid $350 an hour. That's not chump change. That, that's that's some pretty good dough right there. You know, and if you work a few hours on the case, say she works 500 hours on a case at 350. Oh my goodness. That's actually a lot of money. $175,000. In my opinion, yeah, I think Dr. Lewis was swayed by the money that the defense was going to offer her, uh, at least subconsciously. If it wasn't conscious, I think it was at least subconscious. And also, I think she wanted to believe her. I think she thought it was interesting. It was like, wow, this is interesting. Look, you look, look, you, you're talking in a different accent. <laughs> you have a different voice now. So clearly you're a different person. That's all that's required. <laughs> Speaking in an accent should not be the bar to get away with murder. Come on here. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. If they do not convict her, I will be shocked. Also keep in mind, for those who don't know the area, Colorado Springs is quite conservative. So therefore that usually leans against the temporary insanity defense. So um, I am quite certain that they will come back with a guilty verdict, but you never know. It could be hung jury, but I'm 99% sure that they're not going to come back with an acquittal. I'm pretty sure of that because it's just ridiculous. This is the most ridiculous trial I've probably seen in a very, very long time. Just really sad because a young boy was murdered and she shows no remorse, no regret, no doubt of like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done it. You know, no indication whatsoever that I've seen from watching the trial, from any of her interviews and anything that seems to be out there. No regret, no remorse that she committed such heinous, horrible crime. And not only just committed the crime, but also covered it up in such a heinous, terrible way. You know, she stuffed them in a suitcase and threw them off a bridge in Florida. It's just really sad that she's just making a mockery I think of forensic psychology and of personality disorders and DID. You know, she clearly doesn't have it and it's just ridiculous, but hopefully the jury doesn't buy it. But now in the comments, let everyone know what you think of what will be the verdict in this trial and why. Let everyone know in the comments below. If you are not already subscribed to the Shake Podcast, give it a subscribe. We are everywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon. You can watch the show on YouTube everywhere you get your podcasts. That's where you can get the podcast shaked. See you at the top.